No fish have been harmed in the making of this podcast. Well, let me welcome aboard, everybody. Thank you for joining me on Talking Bass in PDX. This is your Bass and Warm Water Forum, where we talk bass fishing in the Northwest. Hi, I'm Don Clark, and I'll be your host. Well, what have we been doing this summer? There's been a lot going on. There's a lot of tournaments going on. There is a lot of fishing going on. As a matter of fact, as I am doing this recording, the Drain Raider Classic has just wrapped up this past weekend, and it looked like a really fun event. Well, with the foot injury, I'm still kind of sidelined and not really able to do a lot of fishing, but we were able to get out to Silcoos Lake this past July. And a fun fact about Silcoos Lake is is that it is over 3,000 acres in size. It is the largest lake on the Oregon coast. As a matter of fact, if you're going to go to Silcoos Lake, you want to check out Darling's Marina and RV Resort. They have online reservations. They have several waterfront facilities that you can park your RV in, and they have a million-dollar view. But they also have partial and full hookup areas also. They also offer moorage for your boat or kayak, and they have kayak and boat rental. Now, one of the things that I really like about Darlings is, is stopping into the restaurant. They put on the some of the really, really good food that you will really enjoy so if you get a chance and you're over at the coast, check out Darling's Marina. I think you'll really enjoy it. Well, as we were over at Silcoos and we were fishing, you know, one of the things that you really want to do is you want to keep your boat organized and keep everything neat and in order. And if you need to do that, or if you're outfitting a new boat, you're going to want to check in with Fish Fighter Products. If you want to see Fish Fighter Products in action, Check them out on YouTube. You can actually see how their systems work and what could go into your boat. I'll tell you, their products are so fantastic. They're also on Facebook. And to shop Fish Fighter products, you want to check them out on the web at fishfighterproducts.com. Let's hear more about Fish Fighter products. Fish Fighter products, building the ultimate fishing accessories for the hardcore fishermen. Built in the Northwest, built to last and help you chase the fish and not your gear. Whether you need a precision anchoring system, tackle trays, or a complete sliding rail system for your boat, Fish Fighter has the solution for you. To see the products the pros use, go to fishfighterproducts.com. Made in America and damn proud of it. Well, let's get back to the show. You know, back when I started the podcast, I wanted to hear from some of the more experienced anglers in the Northwest. But the podcast has taken me down many roads. I've talked to manufacturers. I've talked to tournament anglers. I've even done podcasts with kids on the show. If you listen to the cast for kids, it is something to watch when there's kids out fishing. You know, but one of those roads has been following anglers and the fishing scenes on social media. 
And one of the things that I had noticed was the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades, or ICAST. It's the world's largest trade fair of sport fishing, and it's held in Orlando around July. Well, this year there were many stories coming out of ICAST, but one of them really caught my eye, and it was about the West Coast. It was about some equipment that was being bought by an angler out in California, and I contacted him, uh, Mark Lassane, and he offered up his time to come onto the platform and tell us about the new Bass Angler Magazine Tournament Circuit. I know he was busy, but he got right back to me by email, and I had him join me by phone, and he gets to tell me a little bit about his plans, his tournament dates, locations, and details. We just have a really neat conversation. So let's get right to it. Uh, get him up right now. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody. Hey, I have a very special guest on the podcast today. I have Mark Lassane. And for those who listen to us up here in the Northwest, we might be going, who is Mark Lassane? Well, Mark, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So my name is Mark Lassane. Looks like lasagna. You know, I get lasagna all the time. This, you call me that, not a problem. I have uh, I've been tournament fishing for like 30 years, so you can imagine how old I am. Pretty pretty old. I've been doing it a long time. Um, in my career, I qualified for the Bassmaster Top 150, which was a long time ago when Bassmaster used to be out west. Um, tackle Warehouse Tour, and pretty much every championship that's been on the West Coast. So, and then I I, I think I've cast a check or put or did a top 10 in every lake. A tournament goes to on the west coast you know with the exception of potholes i don't think i've ever i went to potholes one time fished it for about four or five hours because i had a few a little extra time but other than that you know but columbia i did a couple top tens on the columbia and you know and then all across the west coast from you know in havasu and powell and you know clear lake delta Berryessa, all, all the lakes out here so I, I've been around. I've been doing this a long time, uh, and I, you know, I live to fish. I just love. I just love fishing, and it, you know, it almost it's just for me. It just doesn't get old. Um, you know, last two days I, I've been just smoking busy with this whole tournament stuff, and we'll get into the tournament stuff in a minute. But you know, I was like, hey, I'm going to go fishing. Let's go fishing for a couple of days. I went to Shasta, and then I went over to Trinity, and you know, had a great time. We just went fishing. So that's. I, I love to fish, and, and I probably fish 250 days a year. I uh, I own Bass Angler Magazine, which is a national print publication for bass fishing. We have a how-to bass fishing magazine. So if you get it and read it and don't learn something from the issue, I, I mean, I'll buy that thing back from you. I'm telling you, I learned something from every issue, and I've been doing this deal a long time. So I think we've published a great magazine that is, really geared towards helping anglers of, you know, basically all levels catch more fish. So, you know, so I published that magazine and I, you know, and I fish 250 days a year. Fortunately, I, you know, since I own the magazine, I get to name my own hours so I can go fishing. I usually work before I go fishing uh, and then I go fishing, I come home and then I work when I get home. But, you know, but I still get to fish 250 days a year. So, yeah, you know, I work a lot of hours, but I get I get to fish, so it's really hard to complain too much about that. Well, that is great, and uh, you know I I have a lot of listeners that are up here in the Northwest. I've talked to a lot of uh, 
tournament anglers that fish the club events up here and you know the bass federation so we get some some folks that that qualify for uh for higher levels but we all talk about the fact that you know the west coast northwest best kept secret in the world on bass fishing and when i saw your announcement i was like wait a minute maybe maybe we've got a chance to uh <laughs> to introduce the rest of the world to to bass fishing out here and um so, yeah, you know, you guys with the Bass Federation, you do an awesome job. You know, Clinton Johansson's a friend of mine, and he makes that state team all the time, and he comes down, and, you know, there's Reno Palatier and uh, and Sean Minderman and a couple of the other guys that I know, you know, I've known for years and years. So those guys are, I mean, they're sticks. It doesn't matter if they're in the Northwest or Central United States or even out East. They can catch them pretty much anywhere. So you guys do a good job. Bass Nation is awesome. I know, you know, Russ from Limit Out Marine is doing a great job. He's putting on some pro-ams, a couple pro-ams every year. I think he just gave away a boat at the last one at Potholes. I was going to fish it, and then things just didn't work out. I ended up, you know, not able to make it there. So that was a bummer. But, um, you know, but he does a great job. So I, uh, so we'll, we'll back it up just a little bit. Um, I fished a tour out here on the West Coast called Wild West Bass, um, and they also had the Apex Trail, which was a pretty, pretty cool series of events where it's a pro fishes by himself, dual qualifying to make the top ten, either the number of keepers you catch or the weight that you have. So kind of a, some uh, a couple different ways to make the top ten. Top ten, you know, get on TV and get a lot of great exposure. The whole circuit had a lot of good exposure for the anglers where it could really help us um, enhance our sponsorships and also get new sponsorships. So they did a really good job with that. However, they ran into some difficulties. You know, we'll just say financial difficulties. If you'd like, you can go on the web, you can go on social media and just search for them and you'll find all kinds of stuff, probably way more than you would want to know. Um, but they, so they're now defunct. But with that, I mean, they have they had the equipment to basically run fast tournaments. They had a couple trailers and release boats and all that. So, uh, you know, I thought about buying them, but it really it just didn't make sense for me. Um, you know, maybe somebody with really deep pockets it would have been okay for, but, you know, that's not me. Um, so I what I did is I contacted them after, you know, working, trying to buy them. I said, hey, it's not going to work out. I'm, I'm out of the deal you know, so good luck. But then nobody else came forward. You know, a couple of people tried, but it just didn't work. Um, and then at the end of the day, they had all this stuff. And I was like, hey, I will buy your stuff. So I, I bought all the stuff they have. I bought two tournament trailers, fully loaded tournament trailers, uh, and three release boats. Two release boats that are working fine. One needs an engine, so it's uh, not so good. But anyway, so basically I bought all the stuff to run fast tournaments. And I paid, um, you know, close to fair market value for all the stuff. You know, I didn't steal it and I didn't pay too much for it. So I think, uh, and I, I'd rather not discuss, you know, financials. Um, you know, I just I just don't think that's a good thing to discuss with anybody. So I'm kind of keeping that all to myself, me and Jeremy DeHart, who who owned Wild West, uh, you know, pretty much the only people that know about that. But anyway, so I purchased this equipment, 
So that was step one. So you know, I found out this deal's failing. So in me, it, it, what I'm thinking is that, you know what, the anglers really need this tournament circuit because of what it brings to the table. Um, and it's things that the other tournament circuits can't bring. So I thought, man, this would be great. And, you know, I, I wish they would continue. I wish they would just continue and I can just fish and not have to worry about anything. But that wasn't going to happen. So they went, you know, went defunct. And I said, well, you know, let me buy this stuff and let's, let's see if we can do this. So a couple weeks ago at ICAST, right, you know, at, right after fishing the ICAST Cup on Tuesday, I went and then I acquired all the equipment, wired the money from Florida over there to get that all squared away. So that was step one, getting the equipment. Then step two is getting the dates to run this thing, right? And there's a, there's a lot of steps involved. But, you know, the first step is I can't run a term without the stuff, right? Can't drive a car without a car. Um, and then the next step is getting the dates. I can't have a tournament if I don't have a place to go fish. So today I acquired all the dates to go to these places to go fish. So I got those two steps done. You know, there's a lot of steps in between. And so what would be really easy for me is to take their platform that they had, which I didn't buy their business. All I did was buy their equipment. I didn't buy any liability, anything to do with their name. Um, the tournament's going to call tournament circuit. It's going to be called Bass Angler Magazine Tournament Trail. So it's a totally different name, totally different thing. So we start with, out with a fresh, clean slate, which makes it nice is that I can work with these anglers. I can figure out what they really want to have, you know, to fish these tournaments. So what it is, I did a survey. I, I put together this survey, and I figured, uh, you know, I'll get 100 or maybe 200 people to fill it out if, if I'm lucky. And then uh, I, get, I get that info, and then I can just, I can take that info and then I can kind of figure out what these guys want. Well, I put the survey out and 800 people filled it out. 800 tournament anglers. I was like, wow. So with doing that, now I have an idea of what these guys want. You know, because you don't really know, right? If you're going to do something, um, you're going to make a lure or, or start a company or do whatever you're going to do. If you don't know what your customer wants, it's really hard to deliver on it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I, I one of the other things though that that I wanted you to, wanted you to talk about is that during or maybe right after ICAST, uh, you came up with this really cool logo. Now, were you working on that at, during this period of time, or did you already have this in mind? I I worked on that logo ahead of time. I have a, um, a graphic artist who lives in Colorado, so. I, I told him, I said, hey, I need this logo. Here's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, give me some ideas. He goes, well, what do you want? I go, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I said, I'm not a graphic artist, but I know how to use Photoshop. I know how to use InDesign and, and those things. I said, but as an owner of a magazine, <clears throat> I said, I fix things. I don't build them. I fix them. You, you know what? Like my designer will build the magazine, and I'll go in and go, oh, this needs a different picture. This should be a different size, or this should be this or that. And I fix things. Can I design it from scratch? No. I said, I don't know. I don't know. So give me some ideas. So he gave me like three ideas, and I got there was one that was kind of close to that that I chose. So And then I put in Photoshop, and I fixed it the way I wanted it. 
So that's the logo that we have now. Um, and it's close. You know, I think it's really close, but I'm probably going to have to have my designer take it and clean it up a little bit. This, you know, because I fixed it up myself. So there's probably some cleanup needs to be done. But yeah, I thought it came out. I thought it, that came out pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I think the uh, it really uh, snaps out at you. I think the people that are going to see this logo are going to go, wow, this is uh, just a really snappy logo. Now, let's talk a little bit about, so you've acquired equipment, and now you've, you said that you've got some dates. Where on the West Coast are you going to be going? Is this going to be a California-only tour, or is it going to lead up into uh, Oregon and Washington? So my my plan is, you know, um, it, it's very difficult, right? It's very difficult to plan dates um, for, you know, a manifold of reasons. Um, you know, in, in California has the biggest draw. So you have to, obviously, you have to go to California because it has the biggest draw. So uh, what I'm, here's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Northern California, way north. First would be Lake Shasta. Right, and then my plan is to go to Shasta, Oroville, Berryessa, Delta, then Tri Cities, and then I have a championship, and I haven't exactly decided where the championship's going to be. Um, I have some dates: um, October fourth to the sixth, and I think uh, the twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. So, and then it could be Shasta, it could be the Delta, it could be Clear Lake. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still working on that. I bought I bought some extra permits uh, today at the process just so I could kind of leave that open, um, you know, because, I, I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of, you know, when you decide which event you want to fish, you go, oh, where's the championship? Oh, it's there. Oh, I like that lake. I want to go fish it. Or, oh, no, I hate that lake. I'm not going to fish the circuit because I don't care about going to the championship. So there's some, you know, a little bit, there's some deciding of things to do. Um, you know, there's, we have to figure out, you know, a lot of, the, like the format, you know, the payback. Um, I want to do a no entry fee championship, which is something that's basically unheard of nowadays. You know, when I started tournament fishing, all of them were that way. You know, take the top 30 guys, no entry fee championship, and they, you know, they took us to dinner. We fished a tournament, you know, a bunch of guys got paid. They gave away a boat for first place. It was, you know, it was really cool. Uh, you know, times have changed, the economy's changed, and most of the TOCs now charge an entry fee to go fish those. And they usually have 50 or 75 boats. For me, that doesn't really feel like a championship. I think we should take, like, the top 30 guys and pay them all. So, but how do we structure that? So that's there's an issue. You know, do we do we take a percentage out of the payback? Do we have an entry fee plus, uh, you know, an angler of the year and plus the tournament championship on top of that? Um, so there's some, you know, you know, I, I'm a little bit wishy-washy because I haven't decided actually. You know, everything's happening fast, and I'm trying to, you know, kind of figure this out on the fly and trying to make as many people happy as possible well that's basically that yeah well that's the thing you know there are so many anglers that are going to be interested in this that you're the structuring the uh, championship sounds extremely exciting you know i think you're going to draw a lot of people now one of the other things that uh that i saw somewhere along the line on on um 
social media was that, sure, you're going to have powerboat tournaments, I understand that, but you're also going to have some kayak events. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, you know, I, I should have mentioned that. So the formats we're going to have, we're going to have a pro tour, uh, the pro only. We're going to have a pro-amp where it's a pro and a co-angler. Um, we're kind of leaning towards shared weight because that got the biggest response. Um, and then we have a kayak series where I'm going to have Michael Bray, who actually used to work for Wild West, um, but he's going to run the kayak series for me. He's a kayak angler and does a really good job, has a good following, um, you know, and, and thinks everything out. Really a smart kid, does a great job. So, yeah, we're going to have that kayak series. We plan on having that in, you know, across California at the moment. Will we uh, break into, you know, the Northwest? You know, possibly. But, you know, he, he asked me about that today. Hey, what about going to Southern Cal? And then what about the Northwest? I said, you know, Michael, let's hold on. Let's, you know, figure this out. Let's get this going and, and get this figured out. And then we can, and then let's expand on it once we get it all, all dialed in and figured out. So what I, back up to the other conversation we're having about dates is that I plan on having a tri event um, late June, early July um, for, for the Pro-Ams, and then also a Pro Tour event, hopefully in Arlington, or maybe Tri-Cities. One or the other, uh, you know, I'd like to have both events up there. I, you know, I love the Columbia River. That's you know really one of my favorite places to fish. I love it up there. It's beautiful. I love the river, big giant, small mouth. It's you know it's really a lot of fun. It absolutely is. Uh, I watch the the uh, tour events up there uh, as often as I can. I talk with everybody that's up there. The the uh, the number of fish that they catch, the uh, the pounds of fish that they bring in is phenomenal when it comes to smallmouth. And I think that uh, having a Tri-City event will absolutely draw uh, a lot of people. Now, of course, Arlington is even closer to the uh, to the Portland metro area, so you're going to draw a lot more people there. So, uh, you know, I think right. either either place you're going to do just fine. One of the other questions I had, I just, in fact, I just had her on the the program. In fact, I've had a, high, a couple of high school anglers on the the program. Uh, Will Harris was the first one, and then. Uh, and then Berkeley Osborne was the second one, and I'm wondering um, these younger folks now can they fish in the pro am events? Do you have a high school uh, event, or how do you set that up? I, I do not have a high school event um, yet. So, and I don't, I won't have team events. So I have the pro tournaments, the pro am tournaments, and the kayak series, and you know, just getting going on this. So my take on it is that I've fished from the, from the tournament angler side for a long time. And I know how that works, right? You go out and you, you blast you off, you go out and fish all day, you come back, you bring your fish up to the tank, you put them on a scale, they give you your weight, you go, okay, thank you. And you run off and it's time for the next day. But what happens behind those scenes is, or things that are, I don't know, right. That, that I don't have any experience at. So I need a. I want to. They need to get that experience first, and then I can expand. You know, I can go. Okay, well, all right. We have this working. This is going well. Everything's working. Okay, now we can expand to the next level. But I don't want to spread myself or the staff or anybody so thin that we're set up for failure, 
I want to make sure that things are working, everything's going good, you know, we're we're everything's working, and then we can go off to the next, you know, next shiny object. Oh, absolutely. No, I think that you're going at this at the right angle. You know, you're going to take Thanks. some baby steps and get get some events going for next year, for 2024, and uh, hopefully we'll get some reporting here on the podcast and, and uh, let the Northwest and the rest of our listeners know how things are going. And, uh, you know, it'll just continue to draw and grow and build and uh and, and you build it, uh, you know, like a house, slowly and uh, and build up. Right, right. Yep. We're now we're working on the, you know, the foundation and the and the walls and get all that together. And then, you know, then we put the the sheetrock and the stucco on all that good stuff. And, you know, make her look good. Well, now if people want to know more about the Bass Angler Magazine Tournament Trail, where do they find information out? You know, probably our Facebook page is the easiest one, you know, because Facebook makes it so easy for us to just post up things. So Bass Angler Magazine Facebook page. And then we have a website, BassAnglerMag.com. Um, I also have a tour website. Um, we're working on that. You know, that's one of those things that's in the works. You know, like I said, I only had the equipment in a couple of weeks. I got my tournament dates today. So this is all, you know, happening really fast. I'm going to go fishing for a couple of days and kind of, you know, ponder on all this. And then I'll come back and, and get cracking on it. But but I need a couple of days, you know, to kind of relax and, you know, get my bearings straight and you know, go catch a couple of fish and have a good time and, and, you know, figure things out. Well, yeah, I, I understand. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I contacted you literally the day that ICAST was ending and uh, and you got right back to me, and I greatly appreciate that because this will be uh, coming out uh, next week uh, on awesome. my podcast. Awesome. Okay. And um, and I uh, I think that people are going to be very excited about uh, about having this tournament uh, out here, and I think you're going to get a lot of uh, interest both from the kayak and powerboat guys uh, and girls. So they're going to be. Uh, I think they're going to be, like you said, you know, over 800 people took your survey. I think they're going to be knocking at your door going, hey, let's let's have a tournament, you know. And uh, I hope so. You know, I hope so. I, I'm, I'm excited to do this. You know, I know that those anglers, they're my customers. So I need to do a good job for them, and I know that. It's not like, hey, I'm the only game in town. You need to come and fish me. No, I, I realize that these guys have a choice. They can go fish whoever they want. They fish me if they want to. If they don't want to, they won't. And I'm hoping I can get as many people as possible, you know, to come out and fish us and, you know, and have a good time and help us grow, help, you know, help them grow themselves. And, you know, we're going to do a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. So, you know, having more boats, you know, more boats, more anglers, you know, makes it all a little bit easier. Well, that's great. Well, Mark, it has been great having you on the podcast and I look forward to talking more with you. Maybe even uh, maybe even see you fishing on, on one of these uh, one of these events. And um, yeah, I, you know what? Uh, so to clarify things, I will not be fishing my own events. You know, I just don't think it's right. You know, for me to fish my own events. You know, so let's say there was a small infraction or something. Are they going to DQ the boss? Eh, probably not. You know, so and then that would be bad blood. So I'm not fishing my own events, but I'm going to fish. I'll fish the Western MLF series, 
Um, hopefully make mm-hmm. the championship. I'm going to the championship this year. I'll, I'll fish some wine bass events. You know, they do a good job. Um, you know, and jump in a few team tournaments and do some things. So, uh, But I won't be fishing my own events, but uh, trust me, I'll still be fishing a bunch. There you go. Now, when when do you see your first event happening? I'm going to say in February. Wow, that is coming up quick. Well, it's, and it, you know, it's going to be here before we know it, uh, you know, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, Mark, it's been great having you on the podcast. I look forward to uh, maybe even uh, going to some of the events, seeing them, and, uh, and hearing more right, about them man, as, they, as they happen. Come on out. Well, we'll be happy to have you. And there he goes. I'd like to thank Mark for his time. Also, check out his magazine, Bass Angler Magazine. I've looked at the website, and it looks like some really, really interesting articles in there. So if you like what you see there, let him know, because I know that he'll be looking forward to coming back up here to the Northwest. Now, I know that he threw out a few names throughout his interview that are folks that we know up here. Uh, I know that uh, Russ Baker from Limit Out Marine was uh, in that conversation, and Renaud Palatier was in the conversation. As a matter of fact, Reno will be coming up on the next podcast. So if you're looking forward to something, there is going to be a podcast with some funny stories in it. So look forward to that one coming up uh, in the next uh, few weeks. You know, one of the other great partners of the Talking Bass and PDX podcast is Lunker Tech. And I'd like to let you hear a little bit more about Lunker Tech and how they can help you Get out there and get fishing. LunkerTech offers custom fishing rods shipped anywhere within the U.S. and local rod repair from Southwest Washington to the Willamette Valley of Oregon. LunkerTech's goal is to work with you to build a rod fit to meet your unique needs. They also offer pre-built rod options that have the same quality components as their custom rods. Built on a foundation of providing education LunkerTech strives to help you learn, grow, and share your knowledge to help build the next generation of fishermen. Visit LunkerTech.com to join their email list and get updates about pre-build rod releases, coupons, and educational content. Also learn more about the education they provide through their virtual angler learning center. Visit LunkerTech.com. Well, I would like to thank our guest, Mark Lassane, for coming on the podcast at a very short notice, actually, so that was great of him to do that. I would also like to thank our partners, Lunker Tech, for helping out the show, and Fish Fighter Products. Both of those are American-made and Northwest businesses that are really great help to the show. Also, I'd like to have some help from some of my listeners. You know, the podcast continues to grow each time we get a few more listeners, but it's by your help, by telling others where you heard the podcast, whether you're listening to it on Spotify or iTunes or iHeart. You can even Google Talking Bass and PDX and just listen to it right on your laptop. So any of that type of listening really helps. Appreciate the feedback that everybody gives. And if you have show ideas or feedback, email me, gonefishingpdx at gmail.com. I get all those right here in the inbox, and I take a look at them. I would like to thank everybody 
Until next time, this has been Don Clark, Talking Bass in PDX, and I'll see you on the backcast. <laughs>